Welcome back to the episode of Calm Conversation. And this is the season finale. Season finale. I thought this was a podcast. Yes, this is a podcast. But it's it's the start of the new year. I feel like it was a perfect time to revamp. I'm not scrapping everything that happened. All the people. I thank everyone who's come on the show. I thank everyone who's listened to the past episodes. But it's been a learning process. And I figured new year... And a way to kind of like flip the switch is to say that was the first season. We're moving on to the second season. It's about to be a new year. I'm about to be moving into like a new work schedule. I was doing overnights. Now I'm about to be working 5 a.m. Whole new, it's a whole new life. So I got to get used to that sleeping schedule. And then obviously just tweak some change, make some changes I want to make. So a lot of brainstorming. I need to, I need to do a different process because I was going kind of wild for the last couple of months. And like, I was just... It was a mess. So I want to I want a different I want to change the process and we will be back for season two, January 20th. But in the meantime, here are some of my favorite moments from the last podcast. Stay tuned. And like you're not someone you might turn into one. It's not a coffee drinker, a caffeine drinker. Yeah, I I did. I was drinking coffee for a little bit. Yeah, but it was not for me. It was not for me. Yeah, that's the funniest thing with caffeine and coffee too, because usually, like, like when you're young, you have a lot of energy anyway. Yeah. It's like it's usually it makes more sense when like older people are drinking coffee and stuff because like the energy is going down. We it's, literally got like 16 year olds drinking energy drinks. Yeah, like it's because like everybody drinks coffee, like especially around my age, and it's really? for no reason. Like every YouTuber that's like 16, 17 drinks coffee every single morning. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, maybe I should drink it. And then Megan started drinking it. Yeah. I was like, okay, maybe I should start drinking it. And then I drank it. And then, like, at school, like, I would be, like, so, like, my heart would be pounding. Like, I'm ready to do yeah. something, but it's like we're writing a test. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, I couldn't express, like, the, like, the yeah. excitement that I had. And then I just felt, like, drained at the end of the day. And I was like. Yeah, no. I, but it tastes good. No, it does. Yeah, they have definitely marked it towards kids. I didn't realize how messed yeah. it was. I was taking energy. I started taking a couple energy drinks when I was like 12. Are you excited about uh, going to university? No. Just the idea of it? No. Not even at all the idea of going to university? It scares uh, you? Well, whenever I see people like talk about it, like they never say anything positive. Oh, really? Yeah. In what way? Like, well, first, like you're barely going to get sleep. Yeah. You're going to be broke. Mm-hmm. Um... Like, the classes are just, like, really long. Yeah, yeah. And then if you stay in a dorm, like, like you might not like your roommate. Yeah, yeah. But, like, what's the positive? Like, <laughs> can I see the positive? Damn, you listen to a lot of negative people, well, you know? Well, like, just the people that are, have been in it. Well, I guess it's, like, you can make friends. Yeah. But, like, that's, like... But, I mean, you can say a lot of negative things about high school, too. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... I'm not gonna lie to you and say you're not gonna be broke. It depends, though. Because I, I had some friends, and I've seen some people where it's, like... They're broke, but their parents pay for so much of their stuff that they're not really broke. You mean like their parents pay for 100% of like their living expenses and their parents send them money for groceries and stuff. But then the- Some parents do that? Yeah. (laughs) How are they gonna like be an adult? They have to struggle. I know. Some kids are just like that. I mean, I'm not too mad at the parents because like in- when you're having a kid, your whole thing is like, I want to make sure my kid is good. I want to make sure they're good. I want to make sure they can just focus on school so they don't have to worry about getting a but job. But I feel like having about. them struggle is just like a part of life. Yeah, no, I, I like agree. Make them struggle. I agree. I, I think it, it's tough for us to say because we're not parents. I think yeah. you start feeling different because like if you have a kid, he's like, 
now I want my kid to struggle. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you do want your kid to struggle, but like struggle can also lead to something else. You don't want them to struggle too much. Yeah. Where suddenly they're like upset, like mm -hmm. depressed. You know what I mean? It's like a tough line. I don't know how you balance it. Remember when we did, uh, we were coaching? Yeah. They're coaching like yeah, ball yeah, stuff, yeah. like coaching for drain stuff. Like, how did you find that? Do you, do you? Okay, go. Uh, that was honestly like, I don't like little kids like yeah a lot, like a lot and that's because like the little kids that are in my family are so damn annoying <laughs> but i needed the volunteer hours and that's yeah. why like i brought it up to you guys as like a as a thing so i actually forgot that was your reason yeah like yeah. I, I didn't do any volunteer well i did do volunteering in high school but i lost the paperwork mm -hmm. so i needed to like a quick way of doing it and then honestly i fell in love with it like those i could tell those <laughs> kids like they looked up to us and like they were so attentive like yeah. i even continued coaching like after that first year mm. and uh like if they open it up again like this year even with like the code stuff like i'm actually gonna try and, and get into it again yeah. because like it's so fun like and one of the big things that stuck with me is uh in um exercise science actually mr varden mm. always said like he hated and always felt bad that like kids drop out because they don't feel like included in sports or like, yeah. they don't see good so like or they don't see themselves as being good mm -hmm. so my main thing with all these kids is like they all, they all suck yeah it's like yeah. just go there and like try and build the friendships that like you me and scott had like yeah growing up like i mean you can't force them but like you just try to be as authentic yeah. as possible and hopefully the rest of the kids like mess with you and exactly like it's a it's a safe environment where like the coach and them like aren't too far in like apart in age so yeah. like we can talk about like we can talk about ball. We can talk about ball. They're old. They were old enough to be watching basketball. Exactly. At the time. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be a hot take that I'm a fan of the military and stuff like that, and the idea of the military. But like, yeah, I guess there's people that yeah, continue. Being in it was a different experience. Like, this is the first time where I was like, damn, I'm a real goddamn minority. <laughs> it's, it's, okay, well, take us through a day. Take us through a day, like your experience. Just any, pick any day. It doesn't matter which day. Literally every day was kind of the same. Like when you're okay. actually like in training, like. Okay, morning, what's the morning like? You wake up, depending on the platoon that you're part of, wake up was like, I think just six. Okay. Uh, well, no. <laughs> You're lucky. You're lucky <laughs> like, it, yeah, it was okay. probably like 5:30. Then you have to go either run or get breakfast or go to the gym or whatever. Mm. And it's just like it's not much different than school. Like okay. to be honest with you, it's just a I little agree. bit more physical and stuff like that. And the stuff you're learning is it's hard to stay awake. Like oh, yeah? your body does not. Like I thought I was like good. Like for my whole life, I was like I wake up at eight o'clock. I wake up at 7.30, like, I've always been an early riser. Yeah. No. That shit <laughs> kicked you, huh? my ass. Especially, what, you, what are they teaching you? Like, I don't really hear when people talk, it's, I don't, well, it's, I don't want to cut you off, but, like, I just want to say the point why I'm confused. But, like, yeah, whenever I hear people talk about, like, their military experience, I don't hear too much about the education part or, like, this teaching stuff. I just hear about more about the, the physical stuff they do. So, like, what so, are they? Like, mentally, it's about... Um, like the ethos, uh, military procedure, military history, the command structures and stuff oh, like that. Okay. Uh, first aid, rifle handling, oh, like okay, really, okay. really, like it's called not, okay. basic training for a reason. Like yeah, it's yeah. dumb, dumb basic. Okay. And like boring. Yeah. People are always gonna look at you as a black person. Yeah. It's not even like, no, what do you mean, guys? Like I'm, like I'm white. It's like, yeah, but like. You know what I mean? Black. Like, yeah. Like, did you ever feel like a thing? That's kind of funny you asked that because, uh, like, Jamari, his sister interviewed me for a, a paper she was writing for school, yeah. um, talking about 
black culture and um, the uh, colorism yeah. within the black community. Mm. So, so yeah, she she interviewed me, saying you know I, that was one of the questions she asked. You know, and what and, was the question specifically? Like, so how was um, your experience, or like? I can't remember exactly what okay. it was, but um, but yeah, she was yeah saying like th- that was among. She asked me multiple questions, yeah, but yeah. like among them was yeah, like how did you did you connect like more with your white side or your black side? Yeah, yeah. Or, like how did you deal with that? And uh, so when I was young, like in elementary school, in my elementary school, there was me and one other black guy. Mm-hmm. So it was all other. I mean, there was there was like brown people and like other colored people, but it was mostly like white people. Mm-hmm. And uh, like so, all my friends were white, pretty much. So, so I associated more with like white culture. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I did, I didn't listen. I listened to like rock music mm-hmm. and I watched hockey and mm-hmm. I still love to play uh, basketball, yeah, yeah. but I didn't watch it as much on TV. Yeah. yeah. Same with football. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a lot, a lot of hockey. What age was this again? This was in elementary school. Okay. So like from, you know, like six to when you go to high school like 12, 13? yeah 14 13, 14 yeah, yeah. go to high school you're not gonna have like a universal answer obviously but you have like clearly what like you and, have, have, and Alexis have that works so like what would be like your advice I don't know just like relationship relationship advice, advice? yeah because now like you've honestly been... people ask me that a lot yeah. more than you would expect maybe yeah. no, that, because well, I feel like you're about to get married so like clearly there's something there and both of you like have like a strong connection so yeah. like well it doesn't have to be anything specific. It's something that comes to your head. I don't know. You'd want to give it No, I, I have the same answer that I give to everyone. Okay. All right, it's, go for uh, it. It's, you know, don't take, don't take anything too seriously. That's what, what I say. In what way? Like, what do you so, mean? So, like, like as a, as a general blanket term. So, like, like I said, I'm a really, really easygoing guy. Yeah. She's less easygoing. Like, she, she likes a, a schedule and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, But, you know, like, if, uh, you know, like, Problems are gonna happen, right? Things are gonna pop up. Oh, of course. You know, you're gonna Nothing's have arguments, perfect. you know, yeah, yeah. things are gonna happen. And you know, just at the end of the day, you gotta realize, you know, if you if you like each other, you know, if you if you wanna stay with this girl or this guy, you know, just you know whatever they're doing or whatever happened, you know, it's they didn't do it to hurt you. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, whatever happened, if it's something that popped up that's not even in your relationship, you know, if it's just a problem at work or something, but it, mm. you know, it's, it's bringing you down and affecting your relationship, you know, like at the end of the day, you know, most things like work out for the best, you know? Yeah. Like if they, like not everything's perfect, obviously, you know, you're going to have challenges in your life and of course. that's going to happen, but you know, yeah. don't take anything too seriously because, you know, if, if you do it, you're just going to. Be more negative and it's just going to compound yeah, and get yeah. worse and worse and uh, worse. 100%. Just don't take anything too seriously and just yeah. roll with the punches and, you know. Like, what does the word, like, manifest mean to you? Because, like, that's, like, a big part of it. Like, where did that um, connection with manifest come from? It came from a book. So, I read The Secret by Rhonda Barnes. Yeah, yeah. And that was, I've like... I've heard of it, but I've heard of it. It's a really good book. And I definitely recommend anybody to read it. And she talks about the law of attraction um, and the law of attraction and manifesting just go hand in hand. And it's not anything like magical. It's not anything like that the average person can't do. It's just 
putting out what you want into the universe and knowing it'll come back. Not like without any doubt. It's not hoping it'll come back. It's knowing it'll come to you. And obviously putting in the work. And obviously putting in the work, yeah. But it goes hand in hand. Like I feel like the moment that you're like, I wanna be a successful YouTuber, you're not just gonna sit back and be like, it's gonna come to me. You're gonna obviously put out YouTube videos. Because yeah, that's what you want. So yeah. that's why I'm saying like it's not anything magical. It's just in the mindset. It's a mindset switch that is like, I'm gonna make you know a million dollars this year, and then you know you're gonna make it. So you do all the work, knowing in your yeah. head that you're gonna make it, and that's what pushes you to do it. And you have this good mm -hmm. attitude. So to me, that's what manifest means. It just means like putting something out there, knowing you're gonna. Like, and knowing it's going to happen and relaxing, yeah. like not knowing, you know, it might happen tomorrow. It might happen in a year from now when the time is right, it'll happen. But knowing that it will, it's just mindset. Yeah. It's that's really all it is. And just attracting the good. Yeah. Like I like to make sure that before even my, my launches for my brand, that I'm in a good headspace because I feel like if I'm positive and in a good headspace, I'm going to attract similar things. And if I'm positive about my like my launch and I feel good about it, then I'm gonna attract, you know, people who want the same thing. If I feel really negative and like I'm not excited about my launch, I feel like that's gonna show through social media and show through on things, and then I'm not gonna get this response I want. So, well, I was not healthy at all before. Like I would just my diet consisted of like pizza and chicken fingers and mac and cheese and chicken Caesar wraps like that was like <laughs> to be specific that was like my diet and it was like my parents everyone kind of told me you know maybe you should go to the gym come on a walk with me come do this workout with me and it was always a no 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 until I hit high school and I think that hit me hard because I had braces and I was chubby and I definitely felt like I was the outcast and there was multiple times where I feel like people like would make fun of me and I had a bunch of pages where people would like put ugly photos of me up on there and I just felt like it was time for me to make a change and a gym right in front of my house opened and it was like a community center and my whole family joined so it was like it wasn't like just me it was my whole family and that's why I think I joined because it was easier to because I had the influences of my family pushing me and for the first year I went, like my whole workout routine was 30 minutes on the treadmill and 30 minutes on the elliptical. And then I would go home because I was so scared to touch weights. I was so scared to do anything. And I would still eat my chicken fingers, my chicken Caesar wrap. Like I would still eat those things. So I was not doing anything. Like I wasn't losing any weight or anything like that. And then I would say it was like end of grade 10, beginning of grade 11, that my brother was like, come to the like lifting area with me and like let's lift some weights and so i was like okay sure i would have my brother with me so i can do it feel more comfortable yeah exactly and then i started incorporating weights into my training like i did maybe like four or five times a week with weights and then i also mm. did cardio on the side and i cleaned up my eating and i literally lost like 60 70 pounds just from doing that for like a year to two years Oh, say that last part again. Like you cut out, you cut out a bit. Oh, I was saying I lost sixty to seventy pounds within that year, oh. to, like within the, like a year and a half, I guess, just from the weightlifting and the cardio. Damn. And obviously, I went back to school the beginning of grade eleven, and mm. everyone noticed. 
I don't know, I've been to a lot of the Caribbean, but I've never been to like any parts of Africa. Yeah. So just seeing that and then also just like, just thinking about travel and stuff, like, I definitely want to go to Africa. I haven't been much. Have you, have you been much to So I was actually Africa? born in Ghana and okay. I spent uh, the first seven years of my life. Okay. Seven and 360 days. Cause I literally oh, came okay. here and I turned eight, five days later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, like from what I can remember, like you said, like you hit it in beautiful. It's full of history too, mm. which is one thing that like living in Toronto, it's very modernized, right? And you'll mm. notice that oh, well, it was good pause. <laughs> <laughs> living like, you know, New York, Toronto, like the big cities that we hear in North America, they're very much uh, modernized. But yeah. in Ghana, you have a lot of the history there. Like one of the, one of the I forgot the name of it's what it's called. I think it's Cape something. Don't okay. judge me for forgetting. I was there when I was seven. Yeah. But it's like where um, the slaves, their last port before being shipped off, whether oh, it was okay. to England, Australia, yeah. or the Caribbean, mm. because they one of the big ports was Ghana. Yeah. It's still there. Oh, so okay. it's very monumental and we keep that history because it's a part of who we are yeah, yeah. like i have a little bit of british in me because mm -hmm. of slavery but yeah, i have a hundred percent ghanian yeah, you get yeah, that? Yeah, no, get so that. yeah like it's it's beautiful it's colorful mm. food is nice and the thing is the food is pure yeah yeah like from what i can remember like i was a skinny stick like i actually remember i gained weight because i came here oh, yeah. and the preservatives that i found in the food oh, here right okay. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you could like the food food thing i was talking about I used to eat an, like an adult portion. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, people were like, "Yo, how the heck is she eating that much?" But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's because everything is fresh. One of the things I want to talk about is just one, one of the things I really admire about you is something I got from you and I actually got from my friend Javon. It's just like how independent like you are in the sense of like you like I, I for the first thing I think of for some reason is like the Gorillas concert because yeah. like you just went to the Gorillas. You like I'm a fan of the Gorillas concerts. I'm going. It's, if no one else like messes with them or whatever, I'll go by myself. I'm gone. I'm and like. My friend Javon used to do that too. I think I think I can't remember which it was. It was a movie he went to, uh, and like none of us could go. He's like, I am still going. Yeah. And I was like, at the time, I was like, Yo, you can go by yourself. Just like yeah. wait. And I was like, oh, Wait, no. Yeah, just do what you One do. Yeah. yeah, just be independent. It's, it's tough for a lot of people. Exactly. And once I started doing that, people were like, Oh, I'm going to the movies. Like, oh, you going? I'm still going by myself. Exactly. It just seems weird. Yeah. To do anything by yourself because yeah. of you, I went to see Wiz Khalifa by myself. That's Cause it. Because I wanted to go with other people, but like no one could go, and I'm like, I'm going. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, why am I waiting on you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And honestly, like I not trying to be rude to anybody or like disrespect anybody, but yeah, most of the time, be disrespectful, but. <laughs> <laughs> but most of the time, if you are depending on something, um, on other people for something you really want to do, you won't do it. Yeah. Right. And it also just kind of stemmed on like how I was raised and stuff like that. Yeah, I did yeah. kind of have to grow up fast mm -hmm. because I was basically taking care of kids. Like I, yeah, believe, yeah. I came to Canada when I was uh, eight okay. and was babysitting my little sister who was two yeah, was babysitting yeah. oh, kids yeah. from like elementary school yeah, at that young age, right? So, okay, so you definitely did have to grow fast. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it kind of like just stemmed into um, like where I am right now in life and like right now I live alone, for example, mm -hmm. but growing up, like going to concerts, like I, I'm just upping and going to go surprise my mom. Hey, if y'all know my oh, mother, she... don't tell me. I, but um, <laughs> I'm going to go surprise my mom in December. She's in yeah. England and I'm just doing that by myself for yeah. myself, you know? If I wanted to like go with a friend because I didn't want to be alone. Yeah. I probably wouldn't go. No. So it just kind of sorry, my bad. Yeah. It just it just kind of comes to the part that like I want to do it. How bad and how how badly do I want it? And how much does it mean to me? Yeah. And then that's where it comes from. Like mm. I seen gorillas twice, like you said, right? And uh, because I went by myself the first time, I actually met like a group of seven, and yeah. we still keep in contact. And then the second time I went, gorillas actually remembered me. Like, oh really like legit they have what like Damn. what they do is apparently they have like <clears throat> special fans and they post it in their tour bus because they use the same one and i'm part of that picture
Yeah. What, what would be like your advice for anyone that's like starting in the gym and they're just even just afraid to just get in there? Like, what would your advice be for them? Um, I think coming with a friend is a good idea. It's always yeah. more fun and less stressful when it's two of you. Like always, even if both of you don't know what you're doing, I think it's still less stressful. Um, so that would be number one. Number two would be like, try your best. I know it's hard when you're first starting out, but try your best to figure out what you want to do that day. So if you have no idea how to put together a workout, like at least pick your Instagram video that you're going to follow and kind of yeah. look through it and get a sense of like what you're going to need, right? Equipment wise, or maybe you won't need any equipment. Just like understand what you're doing. So when you go in, you're not like, lost you know at least you'll just know like what section is best for you to stay in and then you can just do your thing because like whenever i've just like from experience like understood like when you don't know what you're doing like you feel like everyone's watching you and everyone's like mm -hmm. seeing that you don't know what you're doing even though they're not but it's just like a mental thing yeah. like you think yeah. that everyone's like waiting for you to get started on your workout or they're thinking oh why is she taking so long to go from here to there like no one cares but it's like a mental thing and so i think when you know what your plan is for that day it helps a lot you already gave the advice on like someone that's new in the gym but is there anything that like you per i mean there's probably there's definitely a lot of things but like one thing you you like your takeaway from like from fitness you're still working out you're still training people but like what, what was like one of the things that like after you kind of look back and like well fitness really taught me like this like what was one thing that comes to your head what I've learned and what I've seen like on other people's experience as well is like you like patience is so, 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 so key when it comes mm, to fitness. That's a like, big, that's a big one. Like you cannot go into it being like, I want to be deezed in a month. And if I don't get there, I'm going to be so upset because like you really have to like put in the work, um, like have the discipline, have consistency mm -hmm. and like even then like be prepared for it to take a certain amount of time you know so yeah. i just think that like having that patience is so important because like people with fitness especially who are somewhat just starting out can be very impatient um and want to see results as quickly as possible and like if mm. it's not a lifestyle for you if it's not like l short term and long term goals for you you will number one not see results and number two you will give up so quickly and get discouraged oh, yeah. and get upset so i think that's like my main takeaway is like you need to be patient you need to understand like how much work it takes for you to reach certain goals um like growing your glutes for example like that's like my biggest um like struggle and i know like that's not going to happen overnight like i have to put in the work like i have mm. to be consistent i have to try to eat more like um so yeah i think it's just mentally preparing yourself for that stuff and that's what's gonna like make sure that you don't give up after a month or after two months and that you keep going yeah anyone that's listening that uh, they might be a young mom or mm -hmm. soon be a young mom what was the like, advice you give to them i know you said that like like um obviously hindsight's 2020 yeah. and you'll make mistakes but is there anything else you could give um have be patient with yourself okay and take care of yourself yeah because um if you are not in a good headspace, you're not gonna be, a, a, you, your your ability to be a good parent is not gonna be the same. Yeah. And I think that's something that I should have, I, I again, I, I, sh I should have taken better, better care of myself, just my, you know, my, my your emotional state mm. does affect 
you know, it, it does affect your yeah. children. And when you're young, you know, things feel like it's the end of the world, and it really isn't. Yeah. And again, I'll just like think of my myself at that age. It's just like it's it's just the stuff that goes through your head is when you're young. It's just yeah. it's not that serious. The world is not gonna end. The, mm. the sun will come up tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you are gonna go on. <laughs> you're right. It's true. It's true. It's like... like I have a lot of regrets of things that I wish I would have done. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like you said, is 2020. Yeah. There's always so, be for that. example, okay. At the park over here, just um, you is know, by high the school? yeah, you know where the um, the where the COVID nineteen testing yeah, places yeah. right You know, there's a yeah. big park there. Yeah, yeah. In the summer, in the summertime, you see a lot of a lot of young kids there doing like the like when they're like four or five years old, they're playing soccer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing that I really like. I wasn't able to have Dre into in any sports when oh, he was okay. little, yeah, yeah, yeah. not until we moved to Orleans. Yeah, because I I, I couldn't because of work. Mm -hmm. But again, like I always feel like I let work take over too much of my life. But it, I would because I was so focused on making sure that I had a good job and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there there were other things that should have been more important to me then. Again, those are things that I see now as I'm older. Mm -hmm. But regret, that's like one of the things that like eats at me yeah. all the time. But you sometimes you just have to, you know, accept the things are not going to go the way that you yeah. want them to go. Oh, for sure. And, and, and learn. Like if I had more children, then maybe I would, you know, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, wouldn't yeah. have been able to do I that. I mean, Dre's still, he's not gone. <laughs> he sees like, there's still like lessons and stuff you can give him and stuff like that. It's expensive yeah. and you have to have, you don't have to, but it's fun to play with people you know. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it's niche right now because there's so many things you can do. There's so many games. Yeah. But it's definitely not like, it's not popping. Okay. But like, it's, it's a lot of fun though. Like I remember like I go to some friend's house sometimes and they used to, they used to have VR. They all sold it. That's okay. what I mean. Cause like. Cause it's expensive, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Do you think there's a specific like genre? Like is it, is it, is it the shooting games that's going to be the first ones to blow up on it? Like, do you think sports and those other ones have a chance or it's, it's, it's most likely going to be like a shooting, shooting game set? Actually, I, I honestly have no idea. Cause like. No? What would just be your guess? Like if you My think. guess? Like as, as like a person that likes playing games, if someone was like, okay, we're going to play VR. Which game would you want? Like, would you want it to be? Honestly, I wouldn't even want it to be either of those. Oh no! There's something like VR chat. Like, it's just cool. Like, you could literally just like it's a group of people online, mm. and like, you can put like any avatar you want. Like, I could go in there. I could show up as Piccolo. Oh or shit! Or I could be like Goten or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll just I'll be short as shit. But yeah, I'll still have my voice and everything. And I'll just be talking to everybody in like yeah, all yeah. types of different avatars and stuff. That's my main thing I like about it. Like so. Ready Player One type shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd be, I think it'd be cool if they were able to make that transition into gaming. Mm. But I would, I would love a shooter. Like based on your question, I would, I would yeah, love yeah. to be a shooter VR. That'd be sick. I'd probably ask. It should be hard. <laughs> I've tried yeah, only imagine. Be accurate. Like you have yeah, to be yeah. accurate. There's so many songs, and then you realize I'm like. Damn, this song's from 1984. I didn't realize I was <laughs> yeah. bumping this. Right? Like, I, old, I look yeah. back in so many, so many of those songs. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that song was that old. Like literally, I remember one time I had friends over, mm. and I, we were all just playing music. And I remember I, I was just my my playlist going on. Yeah. And like, yeah, well, you listen to rock? I was like, yeah, I listen to rock. <laughs> I was like, Guitar Hero? Yeah, yeah you already yeah. know. Yeah, everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. game was that game was hot, yo. Like I don't like. It's kind of weird to me that like it kind of it kind of just like fell off. Yeah, for real. Like, like it's just, they don't make them anymore. I feel yeah, like, they do. I don't know if they'd be as popular though. That, like, that's what I think. I wonder if the new generation would I mean I feel like it's just music at the end of the day right well, like, it's gotta have it play seriously because like rock I don't know like I, I don't know if we're just like we were talking about this the other day like are we outside 
like a genre of rock yeah. we don't really pay attention to it so i don't know if like rock's still popping like that yeah. for them to make a game and then everybody to be no, into it i yeah I, I was literally saying this to my sister because i was like yeah like i'm so far, far out of rock i'm like to me i'm like yo is rock still a thing yeah no seriously <laughs> like honestly hip-hop is like if you look at, like the billboards I, I just literally go by billboards i know it's different but like when you look at like the billboards of all songs it's rap and it's like poppy songs you never yeah. see like rock songs in the top 10 and if it is it's like a it's like genre bending of rock where it'll be like like um like machine gun kelly or something where it's yeah. kind of like yeah he's rock but he's also like other like he used to be a rapper kind of thing so like is it really rock like you know what i mean yeah just straight up just like rock music it's not it's, it's not as hot for yeah. some reason as it used to be even though like there's a lot of the songs still slap you still see them in commercials and stuff like that in shows that's facts it's just oh no, like, yeah dude I, I love rock songs yeah and shows and shit. so it's just what were you gonna say no i just i just don't understand like why it's not popping anymore I, yeah. I've, I've thought about it I'm just yeah like, it's like the main thing for con- like rock was it, is it the concerts was it like the the topics i just yeah. i never really understood why it fell off yeah i don't know i don't know yeah it is. i mean we could be wrong yeah, well, I see what it was. See what it was. Twisted sister, man. Okay. <laughs> we, just, we, we had watched the the, the the countdown for the top videos and yeah. whatever was playing, and they were playing. I think like Twisted Sister was like number one and two. And my cousin was like, "Yo, what is this?" <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's when they first introduced me. The first three that come to mind when I think of hip hop that first introduced me to it was Fat Boys, okay, Run DMC. And, and they showed you all those? Yeah, they showed me all that. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they had the tapes. That's all they were popping. Oh, okay, That's yeah, all yeah. they were popping. Those dudes were hot. Like it was, it was the Kangos with Alala. It was the the Shelto with yeah, Vegas yeah. with Run DMC. And it was just it was just different because you, you you've been a, a fan of like Tupac, I guess. Like we, well, you say you're like a, like a day one or whatever. Like yeah, what, yeah, what, what was like the yeah. the track that like put you on to like the Tupac? Um, probably there's a track called. Uh, Brenda's got a baby. Okay. It's, a, it's actually a terrible story, man. It's, oh, about, it's about a story. It's a story about a young girl. I think she was like, in, I think she's like 14 or 15, mm-hmm. and she just she gets pregnant. She doesn't know how to deal with it, and she ends up throwing her baby out in a trash can. Oh damn. Yeah. That, that, that like when you're you're not expecting that, right? Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. you hear that song, you're like, damn, like this guy's deep. Like he's he's talking about real stuff. That and a song called Trapped. To be honest, it wasn't a, it wasn't ever really a big song, okay. but it was it was one of the first things that got me listening to it. It's just a, it's just trapped. He's just basically talking about living in the ghetto. Like the the, the choruses, they got me trapped. And then in the background, you hear Shock G from Digital Underground saying, no, they can't keep the black man down. Mm-hmm. They got me trapped. No, you yeah. can't keep the black man down. So oh, it just, it's basically okay. just him saying, we're we're coming up like we don't we don't like these living conditions we want better for ourselves it was just yeah no that that's pretty much what it was about though what is one of the things that like because we've been talking pretty highly of hip-hop and there's a lot of definitely a lot of good parts but what are parts that you were glad that like have changed just um i guess people are more conscious about some of the things they say man yeah just like you can talk wild, but you gotta remember that these things last forever, and, and people are really, really realizing that with cancel culture, yeah, you gotta yeah. be careful with what you say. Like, mm-hmm. say definitely be yourself and express yourself, but don't get be be mindful of disrespecting other people. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, you're noticing that a lot. You're yeah, noticing yeah. That a lot. Like one one line, and I'm almost embarrassed to say this for the nigga because I. Wait, I, what are you gonna say? If you made it to the end, thank you. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, follow me on Instagram, King Calm. TikTok King Kong. We're going to be back January 20th. January 20th. Guys, I appreciate you. Peace out.